Bruchem Haboyim, Shalom Aleichem, welcome to the Siyum of Sefer Kedusha. On the screen beside me, we see how the Rebbe Koch, in there being a Siyum Harambam, not only of the entire Sefer Ayad, of the entire 14 Svarim, but also on each and every one of the Svarim individually. The Rebbe writes, Kan hamakim to their monen vegen absurda teva vas minot bakumen as biyamim haboyim velom farkumen asim if ain't safe in Rambam. It is now the time to recognize that a besura teva came, a good besura came, that a that a siyum, a completion of one safer of Rambam will take place. There's a group of Yungalites of fellow chassidim that have gathered together over the last months to be able to encourage us by creating beautiful resources to be able to help us with our learning of Rambam, whether it is the daily shiurim or the podcast on the Rebbe's Torah connected to that day's Rambam, the Shirli Yuna the in-depth shear. As we go along in the program, in the chat section on the Zoom, you can sign up to the mailing list, to the WhatsApp list, so that you receive all the resources that come out on a daily basis that have the ability to strengthen our Limud Harambam on a day-to-day basis. Thank you for joining us. We're going to begin now by having a discussion with Rabbi Yossi Lipsker. Rabbi Yossi Lipsker puts together a daily podcast on the Rebbe's Biurim connected to that day's Rambam, something that as Chassidim gives us a geschmack, an appreciation for the amount of Torah that we have from our Rebbe on every day's Rambam. It is well done. It is thorough. It gives us an opportunity to really be able to appreciate the Rebbe's Torah on that day's Rambam. Rabbi Lipsker is now going to join us. We're going to have a little bit of a conversation to understand about this podcast, what goes into it, its purpose, and so on and so forth. Rabbi Lipsker, please join me. Here I am. Thank you, Rabbi Levi. Okay. Rabbi Lipsker, Shalom Aleichem. So first of all, you put out a daily podcast, which uh, which takes a lot of work, I can imagine. But uh, what what got you into this? So I've always been like a very big uh, learner of the Ebbe's Teda. I love to discover the amount of Teda that the Ebbe covers, Pashat, on every single part. Nigla, Chsidis, Primiasa Teda, and Kamuvan Rambam, as the Ebbe was Masaki the Takana of Rambam, so the amount that the Rebbe would be, would be amazing to anybody who would discover it. But what I found more and more is that people don't actually realize the extent of it. Since the Rebbe's beard and Rambam were stuck in during Fabrenians or on Shabbosim, and sometimes when you read the Sikhs, it looks like it's just a little vertel and you don't have the Imek. So it's very easy to not realize how much the Rebbe covers. And the truth is that pretty much from Akhen Shalpesach Mandal when the Rebbe introduced the Takana, till for sure, at the end of Memches, 
there wasn't a time that the Rebbe spoke publicly that he didn't mention the Daily Rambam. Afterwards, it was a little bit different. But for four and a half years straight, there was Pasha Dibli Chaymer from the Rebbe coming out on Rambam. And so right before this Machzer started, a couple of people uh, were talking, a couple of Shluchim, and we were saying how there's not really a proper index of the entire Rebbe's Torah on Rambam. Certain uh, Sfarim have put out different parts, Yen Malchus, all the Sikhs after Memdalid, um, covers some of the central biurim, most of the major ones, but all the small ha'aris on the kutasichis and the short times within uh, a sentence that the Rebbe mentioned that Amam instead of small beer and during the Fabrengen, those wouldn't make it into the maftechis. And so it was time for someone to really bring together everything hakal upon the kechot. Okay, so on a regular day, how much time goes into your preparation for this, uh, for this podcast? I mean, I get the so, final product. Sometimes it's four minutes, 25 minutes, but how much time are you putting in? Yeah, um, on a daily basis, I would say it's about two to four hours. On the biggest days, like Hilchus Chuva, Hilchus Lulav, on his Mamash, Nifla from the Rebbe. So I remember putting in sometimes six to eight hours, but uh, it's fair to say two to four. All right, so two to four and six on a six to eight. So we, we I, I definitely appreciate it. And I think I speak on behalf of uh, many of us. We appreciate that work. Now, what are you using as tools in terms of your research? You mentioned Rabbi Zelikson's Mafteach. You mentioned Yain Malchus, but besides that, what do you, yeah, what do so, you, what do you so, start with? So uh, I use those. Yeah, it's definitely true. Um, the Chazak Rambam, that was Matayin to many of the Rabbi's Biyurim and Rambam, is definitely an incredible resource. And there's a Mafteach on the Kutasichas, the first 29 Krachim, that also is extremely detailed. But the truth is that each one of these it doesn't do a malach shleima for whatever reason. Maybe it's the klalim of their mafteach that they chose. Um, so everyone gets a little bit of a part of it. And I've discovered throughout my the time in this master that there are some things that weren't covered by anybody. Certain pieces in the Rebbe's Haggadah and Chazchametz Matzah and Sidet Tfilas Kalashana. There's artists on the Kutasichas that weren't brought up in the even the Chazchuva, which is the such a central and there was this whole safer put out in it. They missed some some things. So I also rely on some of my prior knowledge for that. Okay, um, so you're putting together from many different places to come together for the Pundak Echad, everything under one roof. Being that you went through the Rebbe's Biurim in Sefer Kedusha, is there something specific, a particular novel beer, something short and sweet, but something which you, you learned either for the first time or you discovered it in the context of Rambam that really stuck? Um, something short and sweet. Uh, to, to me, the, the parts that I love, especially when it comes to the Rebbe's Biyur Amun, is the Siyum. Like the Siyum on Machal HaSasudah, the Siyum on HaKashchita in today's podcast. Just how the Rebbe sees um, extreme, extreme diuk and what people would literally throw away in a second as Melitza. The Rebbe shows how that, that the end of those halachas are bringing out the whole tuichen of the halachas, especially in today's podcast. You can listen to it out. In the end of Sefer Kedusha, the Rebbe brings out a point how the entire Indian of what we would think is just precious from Varim Asurim and things that are staying away from Shlila are actually called Sefer Kedusha, bringing out how they have to be elevated to the level of Tachlis HaKedusha Be'etzem. And what a person would think is the Chur on a lower level is actually connected to the deepest level in Mitzvah to the point of where Atzmusul Muhus Aleim is Malubush in every single one of those things. So I was going to say the Siyumim are, are fascinating. So this idea of the Siyumim, how... Sometimes when you look at the end of the Siyumim, it seems like the Ramam is bringing Sukkim or whatever it is, or just Divrei Musr, and to see how the Rebbe really finds the detail there, even Al-Pi is something which uh, 
which really, uh, which really yeah. touches it. So, are you? Do you know by any chance how many people are receiving your biurim on a daily basis? On a daily basis, right now we have over 500 people that are getting it through WhatsApp. Some important personalities under Rabbi Wolberg that gives the Perek Echad Shir, uses the resources as, the, as he goes along, or the Jacobson who gives the Perek Echad Shir, has been getting resources from me, um, different Rashi Yeshiva, along with many, many Chashir Shluchim and Anash that are as well giving Shir into their Kehillah. So the far reaching impact of it is yet to be determined. But uh, I think it's, it's definitely could get even more. Could be Mikhail and Chayil. The more signups, the more people that will get it. Um, you said before you could sign up on rambam.today. You could also send the WhatsApp directly to uh, the chat over here and let, let us know your number. We can give it uh, straight to you. And like you said before, there's as for the podcast, there's many other resources as well. Sometimes the three Prakim Shirim from Rabbi Yuzevich and Kran Heights, Rabbi Resnick is going to talk about soon. And uh, if I could okay, just take so, a moment to so. mention something. That so right now it was just posted in the in the chat box to sign up to receive the daily Raman resources via WhatsApp. You could send in a message and you could share that with your Haver and Rabbi Lipska. Thank you for all that you invest into developing these resources. And the Vad has asked that you should make the Siyum on Sefer Kedusha uh, with a uh, with a Hadrin from the Rabbah on this uh, on the end of Sefer Kedusha. So please share with us the Siyum okay. of Sefer Kedusha. In the Siyum of Sefer Kedusha that Ammon talks about the dinam of Kisi Adam. And he ends off with the halacha that you're not supposed to cover the blood with your feet. Because what, what happens then is that you end up with a minag bizoyin, v'yiyu mitzvah bizoyus Allah, which will bring to mitzvahs being embarrassed and degraded by you. And the reason that that's important is because she'ein ha-kavid la mitzvahs atzman, that Ammon talks about the kavid not being for the mitzvahs themselves, the kavid is to the abish there who gave us these mitzvahs, and through the mitzvahs that Amman uses three expressions, he saved us from tapping or groping in the dark, and he set them up as a candle to straighten out all crooked things, and a light to show us the paths that are already straight. And that uh, brings out, there's three levels in mitzvahs. There's being saved from the cheshach, the helim, and then you have nearly things that are crooked but could be straightened out when we use them properly through Teda. And then you have Nesiva things that are straight on their own already, they're Kaddish already, and the Teda gives an added light to them. As the Pasuk says, your words are a candle even to my feet, even to the things that are lowly, as the Rebbe explains, and even which is a shield cut on a small path, the Teda lights that up as well. Um, I don't think we have time to get into a full habit, but one vart that really touched me was that in Tavshin Mem Vav, the Rebbe explained why is the Pasuk written in Yachid, and it's also written in the first person, it's my Nesiv. And the Rebbe basically explained that every pula of a Yid becomes his. means that mitzvahs that you do are completely attributed to you, and you have the full kayach to be through that. And that's why it's Lashon Yachid. Torah was given to the whole Klal Yisrael. But there's also an element where it's Va'olav Bifrat, Rabbi Dabba says in Tanya, that the Eberster is focused specifically on every single individual Yid for the things that only he could contribute. Hadrin Allah, Sefer Kedusha. Yashakayach, Rabbi Lipsker, Maskifin Siyum Lahaschala. We're going to go straight away to the opening of Sefer Hafla.
We're going to ask Rabbi Yisrael Resnick, which gives a daily shear in Rambam, a shliach of the Rebbe in California, gives a daily shear in Rambam. And following the Haschelah of Sefer Hafla, we're going to have a discussion about the shear which he delivers on a daily basis. Rabbi Resnick, please begin Sefer Hafla. Thank you, Rabbi Volvoski. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Tonight, or if it's already evening where you are, we begin Sefer Hafla, the sixth book. We're five, five down. Uh, eight to go, uh, nine to go, sorry. Hashem, please accept favorably all that issues forth and that comes forth from my mouth. And all your laws, God, please teach us. Indeed, this is called Sefer Hafla. We're going to begin the book that describes that which issues forth and it comes forth from our mouth, which of course is very important. What comes, we just learned about what goes into our mouth in the last book. Now we're going to learn about what comes out of our mouth in this book. This is the sixth book. The Ramam will divide this book into four categories, the laws of Shavuos, Nadarim, Nazirus, and Erchen, and Haraman. And we're going to begin today the laws of Shavuos, of taking a vow, taking an oath. The Ramam is going to cover five of the 613 mitzvahs here. Uh, number one, don't swear in God's name falsely. Number two, don't swear in God's name in vain. Don't deny that you owe money. Don't swear falsely that you owe money. And swear in God's name truthfully. Here we go. Perek Rishon, the very first chapter. Arba The Rambam, as he does beautifully, and those of us who enjoy the Rambam really enjoy the organization that the Rambam has given us. He starts out, and this is actually a book which really sets the tone. This chapter, if you haven't gone, if you're just joining the Machzer, it's a great time to start. We're actually starting with a new chapter, a new book. Four types of shvuas. They're called shvuas. Bitu shvuas, shav shvuas, hapikadon shvuas haedus. And in the first halacha, the Raman tells us what shvuas bitui means. Here goes. Shvuas bitui means I express something. I can express it in four ways. I can either say I will do something, I won't do something, I did something, or I did not do something. And this is the first halacha of Herak Rishin. Thank you very much. Mazel tov, mazel tov. Rabbi Resnick, thank you, Mazel Tov, for the, uh, for the Haschalah and for the Siyam. So, you began giving a daily Rambam Shir, which is broadcast on Chabad.org on a daily basis. And my question to you is, what, what got into you to start doing a daily Rambam Shir? I mean, it could be that you had a lot of time, but what, what was it that, uh, that you decided, <laughs> I just want to go ahead and do a daily Rambam Shir, not only for your community, but for the world? Very, very, very simple. There's some great askonim and some great shluchim. Uh, some of them are on today, whether it's Rabbi Cantor from Switzerland, Rabbi Zakos from California, Rabbi Darren from uh, South Africa, Rabbi Lane from uh, uh, Wisconsin. And uh, they called me and they convinced me. And that's how it happens. And I want to thank itself. them publicly for getting me into this. And it was originally going to start with one book. And now, uh, thank God. Uh, I can say personally that I've learned Rambam this year better than any other year. So I want to thank them publicly for getting me into this mess and everybody else who's here. Thank God. So well, my, my question my question to you is, when they reached out to you, when the Vad of Shluchim reached out to you to start giving this year, what was missing in the previous year that existed that you looked to, which lane are you looking to to drive in with your share on a daily basis? What's unique about Rabbi Resnick's share? I'll tell you, Levi, I'm sure many of us are in the same boat. We started learning Rambam when we were uh, young in Masifta, and then uh, 
we started and finally we made it up to three prakim a day. And what motivated, I think, myself and most of us was our Kabbalah cell. We were dedicated. The Rebbe told us to do this. We did it. And I can only talk for myself, but uh, there are many parts of Rambam that uh, for many years were part of Tehillim. Uh, and uh, I don't want to publicly, you're not supposed to publicly confess all one's sins. That's true. But uh, the truth is that just, we're not talking about uh, great deep ideas, understanding the Lashon of the Ramam. There are many parts of the Ramam that I simply never actually studied. And I'll just read for you a quote uh, from a Sicha in Tavshem Emhei. L'chal first and foremost, Sarach Lies, Limod Gimel Prakim, First and foremost, you just got to understand what you're saying. So just simply understand. To know what we're saying. Of course, we're doing the Rambam because we want to be connected to our Rebbe. That's true. But the Rebbe wants us also to not just do it for him. He wants us to do it. As he says, We don't fulfill our obligation of learning Tere if we don't know what we're saying. So the purpose of this year was simply to be able to understand the Rambam in a succinct manner, if you look at some of the shirim online, they're beautiful shirim. They take about half an hour a chapter. So going through three chapters is an hour and a half of time. That's a very, very long time. So is there a way to be able to really create the shir where within half an hour, 25 minutes, on longer days, 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes on the longest days, you can really cover and understand every halacha of all three chapters. Is that possible to do? So we'll see. And uh, the feedback has been incredible. And uh, again, thank you to all those who pushed me to do it. So one of the, one of the things, so I, I, I hear what you're saying, that the, the shiurim were simply, for, for, for many people, they're just too long. And in order that they should be able to be a simple understanding of what the halach is. But I noticed in listening to some of your shiurim that not necessarily will you say every word inside. In other words, you're giving over the ideas or in detail, but you're not, you're not so to speak, stuck to the text uh, in, 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 in every word. My question is, was that like a, was that an idea that you came up with or did you, because I mean, the first time that I've seen a Rambam share delivered in such a way, and really that is the only way to get around the, the 45 minute a share, <laughs> uh, the 45 minute a share issue in the Hilcha Shabbos, you know, so I'm wondering the thought process there. So actually just in terms of the number of words, an average chapter of Rambam has about the average number of words on a daf of Gemara. So learning three chapters, just literally reading the words of three chapters of Rambam is the equivalent to reading three blot Gemara a day. It's just a tremendous amount of words. So I am not here to say, and everybody should please consult their local, their, their own Rav and their personal Mashbia, if this is the only way they should be studying Rambam. But uh, after consulting people uh, uh, of great stature, it was uh, decided that this indeed can be an avenue by which someone can learn Rambam. I know many people have told me that they listen to it either as a review or as a preparation. And then when they're saying it, then they can just rattle it off and it can take more like 10 minutes to just literally read through the words because they understand it. So I try hopefully successfully so to go through every single detail of every single law of every single chapter. Uh, and uh, you're right to be actually to say it, it's just literally reading a lot of the words. Speed reading was something I was working on as well. So, uh, being that your shear is broadcast daily on Chabad.org, would you be able to share with us one piece of interesting feedback of someone who you didn't really expect to be learning Rambam together with you? And being being that you have a, a broad platform, you find out that, uh, I don't know, you tell me something interesting. Okay, I'll say something, tell you something interesting. Um, so, first of all, as you know, Chabad.org has an extremely broad appeal. 
across. And there's a halacha in Rambam, those of us who might remember that there's a law, that there's a blessing you say when you see someone who has black color skin. Now, I wasn't as sensitive when I first started to know that I'd be speaking to an audience to which it's obviously a sensitive uh, halacha. And it can be said in a delicate manner, and it certainly should be said that way when one is teaching a broader audience. But not being as sensitive to that, I got feedback from someone uh, saying that this is uh, inappropriate. I didn't actually express the halacha in a way that I would be talking if I'd be talking to a foreign audience as opposed to talking to, as we call, unzere. So uh, seeing someone who would have an objection to that, and it was beautiful, and we had a conversation, everything, God willing, I, thank God he understood everything. Uh, but uh, having that type of individual watching a shir on three prakim rambam a day, someone who's going to point out that they feel that making a blessing when you see someone with black color skin uh, is uh, somewhat sensitive, I thought that was pretty impressive. So that's uh, one of many. Very nice. So, so the shir... I do want to publicly just thank all those who give me the feedback. When you speak to a microphone and when you speak to a screen, uh, you don't always know who's listening. So all those balavatim, chaveidim, shluchim from around the world who you can give me feedback. And when I didn't do some of the shir over Tishrei, the uh, feedback he got, when is the shir starting? That in and of itself gives you the strength to uh, go through those long chapters and laws of Shabbos uh, or coming up to Zeroim when we're going to have all those uh, different types of uh, plants and uh, vegetables, et cetera, et cetera. Now, would you, would you say that the shir as you give it today is something that a shliach should feel comfortable to invite a a Jew with, which does not have a background in the study of Torah to feel comfortable to invite them on and will be able to go along with the flow? I think they would have to have some background. I think that someone, someone who could pick up an art scroll Gemara and study it probably could be able to do this, but they would have to be able to have coming from nowhere if they really don't have a background at all. It would certainly be, I, I don't know that that's what the shear is for. I would say it's definitely intermediate. Uh, a Bachar and Masifta could understand it. Even an eighth grader, a seventh grader could understand it. I have children who've uh, been watching it. Uh, so if you have an, an, an background in Yiddishkeit. Uh, and you, you, you won't go in to explain even the most basic of details due to the lack of time. So in other words, if you're looking, I got that. And okay. also it's a compound thing. I found just like Rashi did. Once, once you've explained it one place, go back and listen to where we talked about it last time. <laughs> so we're not going to translate Malkus and Achatas and Skila and Herig each time uh, to explain what each one entails. So, so look, you, you, you didn't explain Ein Isser, Halal Isser ten times in, in, uh, in, in, in Sefer Kedusha. Right, but as we're about to venture forth into the laws of Shavuos, we're going to re we, we, we revisit that rule. And so I did explain it again momentarily uh, when we revisit it in the next book. Okay, so thank you very much, Rabbi Resnick. So your sheer is published daily on Chabad.org. At what time is it, is it available? At what time it's available? Now you're getting sensitive, lady. That's a sensitive topic. It depends when I, when I, whether it's two in the morning, depending on when I finish recording it. The staff there has been incredible at Chabad.org. They get it at all times and they try their best to upload it. Uh, being in California, being in one of the final time, time zones on this planet actually works against me. If I'd be in Sydney, it'd be easier. I'd be ahead of everybody. Uh, but being at, behind everybody certainly has its negative. So I have to be a day or two ahead of everybody. So I just sent tomorrow's Rambam to the staff at Chabad.org right before today's uh, program. And hopefully it will be up later today. Okay, so those, those shirim are available at Chabad.org. They also go out as well on the daily WhatsApp and the resources on Rambam.today. Rabbi Reznik, Yashar Kayach, thank you for allowing so many more Yidin and Chassidim to be able to study the Rabbis Takana of Shleisho Prakim Rambam on a daily basis. Chazak v'nis chazek.
Keep on thank going. You, thank you, Rabbi Volvovsky. Thank you. And may all the blessings that Rabbi told people, if they want to get want to get out of debt, get out of the debt of Rambam, pay up all the previous chapters we owe. It's also a blessing for health and for the world needs much of it today. So may all our learning be bring us blessings. Thank you very, very much, everyone. As we are now finishing, we finish now Sefer Kedusha going into Sefer Hafla. There is a, we know that the, the Rebbe encouraged that in addition to the Limud in general, also to have at least one halacha a day to be done bi'iyun in order to allow us to do so, the Vad of Shluchim have put together a lineup of daily iyun shirim. You can find them at rambam.today and you can sign up via the chat. And that happens daily as well to be able to study one halacha bi'iyun. And today, in order to refresh the memory of those who learned, there will actually be a trivia game for all those who would like to test their knowledge to see how things have been going in their Limud HaRambam in the last few months. Now, anyone who joins in the trivia game will, be, will, go, will enter into a raffle to receive an entire set of Rambam of your choice. The winner of the Rambam will be, will be publicized in tomorrow's resources. Please look at your screens. The trivia game will now begin. The questions will be posted. After the questions are posted, there are four minutes to respond to the questions. Whoever enters into the game will go into the Hagrel, into the raffle for the set of Rambam. So the game, the trivia game.